Hey, welcome to What's the Fic, where two nerdy librarians, Gina and Meg, discuss everything from literature to movies, gaming, education, anime, manga, and more. All your favorite things that you get geeked about, we talk about. Plus, we give you tips on all the latest free resources from the library. So let's get into the fic of it. Hello and welcome back to What's the Fic? It's been a minute, but we are your hosts, Meg and Gina. Yes, and we're back with another new episode. So we know this is the kind of tail end of summer. Everybody's getting ready to go back to school. And of course, you know, you have your library summer reading programs getting up, getting ready to end. So I hope you guys have been reading, first of all, and you turn in your summer reading uh, slips so that you can get your prizes because it's the end of the summer. But we're back to talk about what's new for this upcoming season of things. You know, the fall is coming. There's new books coming out. There's new movies to dive into. There's new adaptations of books to movies or even sometimes movies that become books or webtoons, things like that. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and we're going to be talking about some recent comics, some things that have been transforming into just different areas of entertainment. So let's dive right in. All right. So um, I think the one that I really think about the one that first comes to my mind when I think of books becoming um, movies or TV shows, it has to be the Where the Crawdad Sings (laughs) by Delia Owens. I feel like it's like the bestseller. It's been on the New York Times bestseller list for 168 Mm. weeks, mostly towards the top too. So like... um, that's what's impressive, but I had the chance to read this book last year, uh-huh. and it was just really that great slice of, like, coming of age and, like, Southern mystery that I didn't know that I needed. But for those of you who have either by now watched the movie, because the movie is out now mm-hmm. for your viewing pleasure, or if you read the book, um, or either way you want to know a little bit about it, the book basically follows two timelines. And they eventually, you know, kind of come together. And it is a bit slow in the beginning. I know some people have said that, but it's totally worth it. The (laughs) book talks about, um, uh, in present time, how in 1969, Barclay Cove, that's the little town that they talk about, most popular Chase Andrews is dead. And the town suspects the Marsh Girl of the murder. (laughs) Now, Kaya... Uh, She's the young girl who is nicknamed Marsh Girl, was abandoned by her family, and she lives in the marsh. Um, She ends up earning the attention of two young men in town. And it's simply her story of um, her raising herself, her life in the marsh, and the relationship that she ends up having with the town and with the two young men that Mm -hmm. enter her life. And it's very much a coming-of-age story as well as a mystery. Um, Mm. And so far, uh, again, if 168 weeks isn't (laughs) enough to tell you that it's a good book, it seems like the movie is starting to get rave reviews, too. So um, 
to our listeners, have you read Where the Crawl Dad Scenes? Or have you seen it? Are you excited for the movie? What about mm-hmm. you, Meg? Yeah, that sounds really exciting, honestly. Um, I remember everybody, you know, all the fuss about Where the Crawl Dad Scene when it first came out. And I mean, it, you know, I haven't read it, you know, it wasn't really my cup of tea necessarily, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so that is exciting to see how the adaption might go. I might end up watching the movie because that's what happens with a lot of adaptations for me personally. Sometimes mm. I'll end up watching the movie first. And then, you know, here and there might be a book situation I might read. It just depends. Um, but that leads me to something that also is getting an uh, adapt- adaption for um, the silver screen, I think. Or it might be a movie. I can't remember. But let's just see. So the selection, Kira Cass. Yeah. It is a book that has been out. It's a series, actually, that's been out for, like, a while. Like, it's been out mm-hmm. probably since I was, like, in, I want to say high school. Um, and it's just now kind of just getting another second chance at becoming an adapted film. I believe Netflix is, um, behind this one, but the selection is a YA novel and it is about, um, this young girl, America singer who kind of gets selected and has the opportunity to, uh, basically be selected as possibly the next princess or queen of mm. this kind of like kingdom that they have and it's kind of like a fusion almost a little it's not necessarily taking place in like um you know the 1800s or like the 1700s when you know you would hear about a lot of like kingdoms and things like that mm-hmm. it's more of like meshing the past with future okay. type of um world universe yeah. type situation yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, something like that. But um, it's finally getting its adaption into, I believe, a series by Netflix. Um, mm. And just a side note about this. I remember when this um, actually was first announced that it was going to have a series. And I mm-hmm. believe this network, um, the CW, was actually picked it up. But I guess it just fell through. So they yeah. never did anything with it. And I was kind of excited back then about it because I was getting ready to read the books because I was looking for something new to read. I didn't never actually get to the books, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does have, um, I believe, three books in the series. And I know they're available here at our branch. Um, they're available in Augusta Richmond County Public Libraries. Yeah. So you can definitely check that out if you're interested in watching something. You know, it's almost like a story that reminds me of like Esther or something you know this selection where all these young girls have the opportunity to possibly become a royal Mm -hmm. and they have to go through these different tasks and things to get selected to be the next king or queen you know queen so you know it's Sounds very interesting. Sounds very interesting. Yeah. I have heard rumors about the selection being a TV movie. And let's hope that this time it doesn't drop the ball. But I can tell you about one that is absolutely slotted to come to Netflix. We already got trailers out Hmm. for it. And that's The Sandman by Neil Gaiman. So um, I've never had an opportunity to read any of these, but the... Sandman is a comic book series, so I know sometimes we say these kind of like the selection, and it sounds like it's one thing, but a lot of times it's a series that they take, and then they Mm -hmm. shrink it down into um, TV shows and stuff like that, but um, the Sandman is a comic book series written by Neil Gaiman. It has lots of different artists for the different comic books that Mm -hmm. are in it, and it was produced by DC um, Comics, 
And it's a series that follows the people and places that are affected by Morpheus, which is the Dream King. And as he attempts to mend the cosmos and the cosmic and human mistakes that he's made during his vast existence. The Netflix series is slotted for August 5th. And excitingly, Neil Gaiman has been said to have co-developed and is executive producing this project. So if you are a fan of the series, hopefully it will hold very true um, to that. And, you know, as we have discussed time and time again, some of the best TV shows, movies, and different things like that come from literary works. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited for that one. I'm actually mm-hmm. saving the date for that oh, one. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, we can't, you know, leave out some of our honorable mentions here. Um, you know, there's some other adaptions that are coming out. You have, of course, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Um, so be on the lookout. That um, is in development, I believe, right now. So if you're a fan of the movies and you're a fan of any Tolkien um, uh, books, then you might want to look out for that. Okay. Um, House of Dragons, which I'm pretty sure everybody knows that that comes from the Game of Thrones universe. Um, let's see if they, quote unquote, redeem themselves. I know a lot of people who are very upset with the <laughs> end. So let's just see if House of Dragons has some redeeming um, qualities. That is also in um, production. Mm-hmm. And um, it's slotted to come out this year. I believe it's August 21st. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be the very first episode. Um so get ready for that. It's supposed to be 300 years before um, Game of Thrones. So hopefully oh, wow. it'll appease you <laughs> all who might have been disappointed. All right. 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 That sounds very interesting. Um, on the flip side, though, we do have some things that might be more familiar with our generation. If anybody was a fan of Matilda, I think everybody has read that book or at least watched the movie that was adapted, I think, in the 90s there. Mm. Um, it's getting a musical adaption, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah, that um, they've already um, started casting for that. I think Emma Thompson's in it. Um, and a few other people are supposed to be this December, oh. if I remember correctly. So I'm actually looking really forward to that yeah. one. That's going to be an interesting take there because I, I just remember watching Matilda the movie like when I was a kid, like over and over. I've seen what's it your, so many times. What's your favorite Matilda the movie line? Oh, of course. Um, your my brother used to repeat this all the repeat this all the time. He used to say, "You're wait, I'm big, you're small." I'm right, you're right. wrong, or something. And there's nothing you can do about, about it. <laughs> so he used to say that all the time to me because he was the older one, and I'm just like, whatever. Uh, for but Danny me, DeVito was lovely in in that, even though he was kind of he, you know bad. He, but you know, he always plays the great like little guy. I like yeah. like like little, little mean guy. My favorite line from Matilda is honestly, anytime I used to have something that I felt like somebody shouldn't have, especially my younger brother, I'd have like chocolate and I'd be like, mm, much too good for children. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's a classic. That's my thing. Yes, yes. And of course, that brings us to our last honorable mention here. Um, Something I've been looking forward to, The School of Good and Evil. Um, So that is a book series, actually. Um, So it's going to be coming out with a movie and it looks really interesting. So it's going to be on Netflix. Um, But basically, that kind of is the story of two girls 
um, who have the chance to get to enter either the school for evil or the school for good. And depending on which school they go to, um, depends on what they learn. Um, there might there's some elements of magic in there. And so um, the cool thing about this book, um, and I think the movie too, is that they also um, talk about princesses that have gone to these schools as well. So there's a little bit of those... um, those tales you might be familiar with Snow White oh. and um, you might be familiar with Sleeping Beauty, um, Rapunzel, mm-hmm. people like that. So all those uh, stories you used to hear as a kid, um, they're taking some elements from those and bringing them into the school of good and evil. So watch out for that movie. I think it comes out either in September or a little bit later this year. Okay, awesome. Well, as we're telling you about these soon-to-be and new releases um, based on our favorite literary works, um, we're going to jump into um, manga that has become or is becoming anime, um, just because, you know, we can't leave without it. Of course. (laughs) I will tell you, if you have not been a part of the spy and family rage... (laughs) Jump on the bandwagon now. It is one of the most adorable, wholesome, family-friendly things ever. And it, of course, is um, adapted from a manga. Like, just, it's just so adorable. The manga is by um, Indo Tatsuya. And it's literally about, if I was the family building of this man, the Forger family, the guy is the spy, the mom is the assassin, and the daughter is a telepath. And it's kind of like them becoming a family and, you know, all the things that kind of go with that in order to save the world. And it's just so adorable. And it has done so well. Mm -hmm. And if you watch the first season, you're in luck. We don't have to wait a year. In October, the second season is supposed to launch. And maybe between now and then, you'll get a chance to read the manga for it as well. Because it is also very adorable. Yes, I agree. That's actually what I have watched recently. Crazy thing is I'm on the last, literally the last episode. So <laughs> I, I have maybe like a few minutes left before I finish it. I just fell asleep on it, so I didn't finish Aww. it yet. But I'm right there with everybody. I'm waiting on October, so I'm ready for Spy and Family as well. Awesome. Also coming in just next month, all you fans of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball Z. Um, I'm sure <laughs> that a lot of people are familiar with that as it's been around for a while. Um, The Dragon Ball superhero movie is actually coming to the U.S. August 19th. Um, It's already actually come out in Japan. um, But you can watch the subtitled and, I believe, dubbed versions of the film probably at your local theater. Um, So if you're a fan of the manga series and you've been keeping up with Dragon Ball uh, Super, I believe that was the latest uh, manga that I think that might have ended by now. Um, then you want to probably catch up with the movie so that you can see how the story continues. But um, yeah, look out for Dragon Ball Super, the movie, August 19th. Okay. Um, Well, I think October is the month for um, a lot of anime fans. For those of you long waiting for Bleach, which Bleach Mm -hmm. has 
so so many mangas out. Um, <laughs> yeah. This I think this is supposed to be the the final. I think mm-hmm. this is the wrap up. Um, and it's Bleach, the thousand year blood war. So it'll start in October. So you have time if you have time to <laughs> binge watch or binge read all right. of <laughs> the Bleach manga or catch up with all the episodes you got. You don't have too, too long now. You right. got August and September <laughs> to catch up. Um, it's going to be released. There isn't an exact date, not yet, but October um, 22nd for all you Bleach fans. Yes, yes. It is going to be amazing. Uh, so just to kind of go into another topic here, um, we don't really talk too much about this. This is probably our first time mentioning, but K-dramas. Yeah. Um, for all of our fans out there who are into um, watching various different shows, um, no matter what language it is in, um, you might want to check out some K-dramas. There are some really amazing shows out there that are coming out on various different networks and different streaming applications. And um, we just want to mention a couple here that people might be interested in because some of them have been adapted from webtoons. So if you're into reading webtoons online, you might find some K-drama versions, (laughs) live action adaptions of them. Um, And then, of course, you might just want to watch K-dramas because the story is really, really great. Right. (laughs) Um, But with that being said, uh, one of my favorites that's on air as of right now is on Netflix. It's called Extraordinary Attorney Woo Young Woo. Um, So it follows the story of an attorney who... um, is on the um, spectrum. She has autism and it just kind of shows her journey and learning um, to become an attorney at this new law firm. firm. And she just has so many great um, adventures with her coworkers. So it's a lot of fun. And I think a lot of people would enjoy that show. Anything you're watching, Gina? Well, um, I'll say make a quick note about the um the K drama you're watching. Uh what I'm excited about is actually to see it in webtoon form. It's mm. doing so well that they're supposed to be adapting into a webtoon. Oh. And I love webtoon, so I'm <laughs> yeah. really excited. I also like that webtoon is a free site. <laughs> so yes, yes. you know, don't have to pay any monies for that. So I'm actually excited about that. Now for me, it's it's been a lot of chat about Remarried Empress, which is a webtoon on um, Line, I think, or Naver webtoon that is supposed to become a drama. And I I don't know. I kind of feel about this the way I feel about Children of Blood and Bone. Like, it has to be done right because I am, like, a huge <laughs> fan of the series but it is supposed to be becoming a K-drama. They are already in the talks of casting. And so we just hope that, um, hope to see it either later this year or sometime next year mm-hmm. um, as far as that. But yeah, we don't talk a lot about that. Uh, me and Meg both enjoy lots of um, media, I feel yes. like. K-pop, K-drama, <laughs> things like yeah, that. Yeah. Definitely. Are there any other things that you're excited about, Meg? I know um, 
we were talking about releases and different things like that. But is there anything that you're excited about? And I think you got a game recently or something? Oh, yes, yes. A game that just recently came out. I haven't, by the way, um, just a little note here for anybody listening who's been keeping up with our episodes. I am not a gamer like that. Not anymore <laughs> when I was younger. I totally was in there with the new games and keeping up. Now I have not bought a game. Um, actually, for the first time in 11 years, I bought a oh, video wow. game. <laughs> That's a long time. 11 years. Yes. But I recently bought Stray. It's a game that's available oh. on PlayStation. And it's about this cat in this kind of almost like a dystopian type world where robots are the main um, I get, well, life forms. They're not obviously alive, but they're the mm. main life forms. Um, that live in this kind of underground world and um, it just you know follows the cat's adventure trying to get back up to the regular world because now they're underground so they're trying to go back up to where they can see the sky and the cat kind of has to lead the way but it's a really Mm -hmm. fun game I just really enjoy it Um, so yeah if you or into games, or even if you're just trying to get back into it, like me, (laughs) check out Stray. It's really, really fun. Oh, speaking of games, the game that I'm currently obsessed with that was a more recent release, it literally released last Thursday, I believe, and it's called Dinkum. Mm. It's a really cute game. It's on early release. It's only on PC right now. Sorry for any console players. Um, (laughs) But it's this game, and it's a farm sim game, so a farming simulator game where, you know, you grow crops and you raise animals and stuff like that, but with a twist. So, you know, if you're like a Stardew Valley fan or Harvest Moon fan, this one will be great for you because it's in the Australian Outback. Um, and so instead of having like, you know, just cows and chickens and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. um, there's kangaroos and crocs and (laughs) Tasmanian devils and it's just so adorable. It's just really great. And I just absolutely like love it. I highly, highly recommend it. It's super cute. And Also, it's not exactly a new release when it comes to games, but more like a re-release. Fall Guys, that game that was like all the rage, is now free to play. So it's free to play. It's cross-platform, cross-progression, which basically means that as you hop from system to system, that you won't lose your progress. And cross-platform means you could play with all your friends across all the devices that it's available on is now free to play. So you can play it. It's like this really cute, they have like these cute, adorable little Fall Guy um, characters. And it's kind of like game show style where you're like trying to jump obstacles and different things like that to win. And it's like I said, it's free to play and it's super, super cute. Nice. Nice. That is cute. That's cute. Yeah, we just hope that everyone has, you know, enjoyed our our talking and our discussion about the various different things that are coming out within the next year or within the next few months and things that are already out. Um, but of course, we hope you guys 
don't forget to come to your local library because a lot of the media that you see on TV or at the movie theater, you can get it first here at the library. So don't forget to come in and check out your items or sign up for a library card because there's so much free entertainment and free learning tools and resources that your local library can give um, to you and to your community. So, of course, um, we want to say to all those who participated in our summer reading program for the Augusta Richmond County Public Library, we want to say thank you. Don't forget to turn in your cards. And everything ends on July 31st. So make Mm -hmm. sure you get your summer reading logs in. Yes, I need to get mine in. (laughs) Me too. I'm done reading, but we get everything in, you guys. And like Meg mentioned, you know, come here for not just one or two, you know, computer sessions. We also have books and other things and programs for your needs. And just because the summer summer has stopped does not mean that the programs have stopped. We will definitely have programs available for you throughout ARCPLS throughout the school year. And to keep you fun and motivated. That's right. All right. So thank you for all the new releases. I'm excited for you guys to let us know what you think. Definitely chat with us on social media and let us know what are you excited about being released. Yes. Yes, for sure. Of course, as we always say, we've got the fix. So stick with us. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. Tune in for new episodes every second and fourth Wednesday of the month. If you like hanging with your friendly, nerdy librarians, follow our library on Facebook at ARCPLS or on Instagram and Twitter at AugustaGALib.